This is BT Techno, a regular podcast series for financial advisors wanting to remain at the forefront of strategy, regulatory and industry news. Hello and welcome to today's BT Techno podcast. My name is Brian Ashenden and I have the pleasure of leading the BT Technical Services team, a team of experts available to answer any advice, technical queries you may have about strategies for your clients. In this week's podcast, I'm handing the microphone over to Matt Manning, a senior technical consultant in BT Technical Services team. Now, recently, Matt delivered a webinar on carry forward concessional contributions, which generated several interesting questions. And in this podcast, Matt will explore a number of the themes from these questions to help explain in further detail how carry forward concessional contributions do work and provide benefits for your clients. So, with no further ado, Matt, it's over to you. Thanks, Brian. On the 17th of November, I delivered an episode 39 of our fortnightly webinar series on the topic of carry forward concessional contributions. If you're interested but miss, you can still watch on demand by clicking on this session in the webinars menu in BT Academy. This podcast will address what I think are the four most interesting questions which were asked during and after the session by advisors. Just as a quick refresher on the topic, for those eligible, K4 concessional contributions allow clients to utilise unused concessional cap amounts in future financial years and can further increase their ability to use the super system to tax effectively save for their retirement. So question one was, what is the maximum age to utilise carry forward concessional contributions? The upper age is only limited by the usual contribution standards to receive voluntary concessional contributions. If the client satisfies all the other criteria, and is under age 67, there's no work test requirement. Or if they're between age 67 and 74 inclusive, they'll need to satisfy the work test of being gainfully employed for at least 40 hours over any consecutive 30-day period during the financial year in which the contribution is made, or alternatively satisfy the criteria to apply the work test exemption. Or if they're age 75 or older, there's no ability to receive a voluntary concessional contribution aside from the small window of 28 days from the end of the month in which they attain age 75 and satisfy the work test or work test exemption. Question two also relates to age and was, won't the work test no longer be important as this is being removed from 1 July 2022? Well, firstly, this removal of the work test for those aged 67 to 74 remains a proposal. The relevant bill was introduced to the House of Representatives on the 27th of October, but it won't become law unless it passes both Houses of Federal Parliament and receives royal assent. Secondly, based on the current wording of the bill, personal contributions for which tax deductions are claimed, that is personal concessional contributions made by following the usual Section 290 process and timeframes, these will still be subject to the 4030 work test or work test exemption. So the same as what was illustrated during the webinar via case study three involving Isabel, where she used the carry forward concessional contributions to offset a large capital gain. So whilst not really relevant for concessional contributions, if this measure becomes law, for many it will definitely change their non-concessional contribution strategies between the ages of 67 and 74. Question three. There are various questions relating to the timing of a client's total super balance, which is abbreviated to TSB, such as does a client still qualify if the concessional contribution takes them above the $500,000 threshold? So this comes back to the definition of TSB, 
which is a snapshot test of the client's total super balance, including accumulation, TTR pensions, retirement phase pensions, etc., as at 30 June of the previous financial year. For this purpose, the result is binary. So as an example, if a client was under age 67, satisfied all the criteria and had enough taxable income to offset, even if their TSB as at 30 June 21 was $499,999, they'd still be able to utilise the carry forward during the 21-22 financial year and receive concessional contributions of up to $102,500 minus the concessional contributions have previously received since 1 July 18. Question 4. When utilising carry forward concessional contributions, does Division 293 impact the amount a client can spouse contribute split? The two don't relate. Uh, also, I don't believe I mentioned this during the webinar, but in order to receive a contribution split, the receiving spouse must either be below their preservation age or between their preservation age and age 65 and not retired. The amount which can be contribution split is the lesser of the client's concessional cap for the relevant financial year and 85% of their total concessional contributions. So in the vast majority of situations, the lesser of these two will be the latter. So say for an example, if all the eligibility, all the eligibility criteria are satisfied and the total concessional contributions during 21-22 are $50,000. Even if the client's liable to pay additional 15% contribution tax under Division 293, and this is levied on the total concessional contribution due to their income for this purpose exceeding $250,000, they would still be able to split 85% of the $50,000, that is $42,500, with their spouse, even if they're effectively paying 30% contributions tax, including Division 293. Thank you. Well, thanks, Matt. Certainly a lot to consider when determining whether carry-forward concessional contributions could be beneficial for a client. Now, if you missed Matt's webinar on this topic, you can always view it on replay by heading to www.bt.com.au forward slash professional and following the links to the BT Academy webinar series. There you'll find Matt's recent session as well as recordings of all other sessions we have delivered, all of which have been accredited for CPD purposes. And whilst there, why not register for our next fortnightly BT Academy webinar, which is scheduled for midday, the 1st of December, when Tim Howard will be presenting on the topic of questions in review from 2021 to 2022. In this session, Tim will review a number of new and ongoing technical issues to keep you up to date with the most recent COVID changes, Centrelink considerations, and superannuation legislation as we close in on the end of calendar year 2021. And finally, please remember, if you have any technical advice strategy questions, you can access the expertise of the BT Technical Services team on 1800 655 901 or send the team an email at technical at Until next time, bye for now. BT Tech knows, and now you know. Join us next time to keep ahead of the curve for strategy, regulatory and industry news. This podcast is being developed for financial advisor use only and provides general information only. It does not take into account any particular individual's objectives, financial situations or needs.